P-A-S-C-A-L You are now rocking with that dude Pascal We be going wild Haitian in the building So, so, so original Got the haters, got your feelings Get your hands up to the ceiling And keep them held high Cause Sandy Wiss is ready Forget about it, goodbye Hold on, we just saying hi Five somebody rise up Weekdays, catch us live Somebody was coming Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Pascal Show. I really do appreciate all y'all for tuning in. I know some of you guys have been sitting there chomping at the bit for this conversation. We got a good one. We got an informative one and a very important one for you guys this evening. And I know usually I'm on around 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, but my guest only had a little bit of time to come onto the show and give us the information that we rightfully need so that we can bring this young woman home. Uh, and for those of y'all who don't know who I'm talking about, I'm talking about Naomi Irian, 18 years old, was kidnapped, abducted, if you will, uh, outside of a Walmart parking lot around 5.25 a.m., waiting for a shuttle so that she could go do her job, go to work in Reno at a Panasonic factory. So we are I'm I'm very, very honored to have some, some this person on the show and we got to get into this conversation. There's a lot of questions out here, though. There's a lot of them, you know, uh, you know, just a few just a few days ago, I had Tamara Cartwright, her sister on the show, just talking to her, getting to know a little bit about Naomi. Maybe we can get some information and that information can help us get closer to finding this young woman. Um, and we got a little bit of information, but I'm hoping that after yesterday, last night's live, where we found out that she was on a date, there was a harassment uh, uh, filed against a employee, uh, that hopefully today we'll get a little bit, tonight we'll get a little bit closer to some more information about who could this possibly be, okay? So we got a lot to talk about here. We're going to get into it. But before we do this, you know I have to. I got to. Hit that like button down below. Send those likes all the way up. Show some support for this family. And show some support for Naomi. Okay? Please. And do not forget, please, hit that subscribe button. And most importantly, share this interview. Put it all over on the Twits. Any of your social medias. The faces. You know, the Facebooks. And all that. Put it all out there. Because that's important as well, all right? This story needs to get out here as much as we bloody can, all right? So, ah, this is a tough one, y'all. Because, you know, this it's it's terrible. When you have somebody as uh, young, as uh, caring, as kind as someone like Naomi Irion just suddenly just disappear. It is just a... Uh, it is just a, a heartbreaking, heart-wrenching story. And, and, and you think that this would never happen to someone that you love. But then suddenly you turn around and something like this, the unthinkable happens. You know, my thoughts and prayers are going to the, to the family and my thoughts and prayers are going to Naomi. But uh, I'm very, very blessed, honestly, very blessed to have her mother come to the show right now Please welcome Diana Irion to the show. How are you doing, sweetheart? Thank you so much for being on. Oh, thank you for having me. Um, it's a privilege to be able to talk to all of your viewers tonight. And how I am, I'm not very well. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I totally understand that. Um, I can only imagine what you, your husband, your whole family is going through right now. I, I it's, it's, uh, it's heart wrenching. Really? It really is. It's the worst torture that you yeah. can imagine. But I will tell you this, uh, it, it shows how strong of a family you guys really are because the fact that you guys have gotten in front of this, you guys are fighting. You flew all the way from South Africa just so the whole family too it wasn't like you just left your sons behind no everybody here this is a full-on family affair you guys are going together full force and uh, i commend you and your family for doing what you're doing right now i couldn't i couldn't leave my kids behind with a friend because they've already been abandoned by their birth mother Mm -hmm. and i felt like if i did that in this time of crisis then it would just be horrendous for their recovery of trauma. Yeah. And I couldn't do that to them. No, I, I seriously, I, I, I totally understand. Um, and of course they would probably rather be with you going yeah. through this than hanging by a phone, wondering what's going on if, the, or if there's any information, right? Exactly. So let's get into it. Right. Okay. Can you tell us a little bit about Naomi? What kind of, what kind of 18-year-old was she? Could you give us a little bit of insight on, on who she was as a human being? Um, Naomi is incredibly brilliant in both academically and artistically. Um, she is a, a gifted musician and talented singer. She's a gifted artist. She can play several musical instruments. She can speak several languages. Um, she won many awards in her senior year of high school for her um, code writing software development classes and clubs. Wow. Um, she is uh, dedicated to serving mankind. She was um, in service clubs all through school, serving people that were less fortunate than she was, is, is less fortunate than she is. Um she uh, would give of herself to the point of self-detriment, both physically and financially. And she continued to do that even after she left home to, to live with my oldest son. She mm. continued to give of herself, her finances, her time, her love to people in need. It, it's something that she's carried on. And um, she is the kind of person that draws you in when you meet her because she's so striking looking, but she's also charismatic. Um, She's very tall. She's almost six feet tall, close to six feet tall. And she has one, uh, her right eye is all green and her left eye is green on top and brown on bottom. And so when people look at her and meet her for the first time, it, it, they, they're drawn in by that striking they don't know exactly why she looks striking, but they it draws them in. And then she starts to interact with them. And then her personality just um, takes over and people love her. Everyone who meets her love her. And uh, um, she's a bright light in this world of humanity. She's going to make a big difference. 
to humankind. She's going to make this world a better place. So we need her. We need her in this world to make the world a better place for all of humanity. Yeah, she uh, she really sounds like a tremendous, a tremendous woman, a tremendous she young is. woman. She um, is. You know, a, a, a Jacqueline of all trades, right? Yes. She yes. seems like she sounds like she's very, very blessed with a lot of a lot of talent and a lot of brains and cre- creativity. Um, and it, it sounds like she was raised by a, a loving family, which uh, I I commend you guys. Seriously, you guys show your love, showed your love by even showing up on this little channel. Right. I would do anything to save my baby. Anything. No, I believe that. I believe that for real. Um, so, we, of course, we got to get into some of this, some of the details, because um, I know that she also had a um, just some details on her physically, uh, aside from her height and uh, her uh, different eye colors and and all that. Um, right. There was also a, she has a smiley face. I guess it's just all in black um, on her body as well. Am I correct? It's on one of her ankles. I don't remember which one, and. Um... Nobody can re- recall which ankle it was on, but it's small, you know, maybe the size of a quarter. Okay. It's just a smiling face. She also has both nostril piercings right here on each side, and her septum is also pierced. Yeah, okay. Good. Uh, and that's good to know, because um, I know that that's pieces of information that I'm sure that a lot of people are who are looking for her, because I know there's a lot of people that have gone out of their way to get out to Nevada. Uh, especially in that area where she was was kidnapped. Uh, really, I oh, didn't yeah. know about that. People are are people are moving. <laughs> people are definitely wow. going. And the, there there are some there are some digital detectives out here. Some some social media sleuths out here that are that are, that are dedicating their time to try to find your daughter wow. for sure. I've been seeing some YouTubers as well starting to venture out into that area just so that they can understand the the area itself right. the parking lot and how this all transpired um i forgot to mention her or, hair her hair is naturally a medium brown but she's recently dyed it black so her eyebrows are about the same color as mine mm-hmm. but her hair is black gotcha i gotcha uh and she looks a lot like you too so i see where she gets her looks uh well thank you but uh, she also looks like her auntie on her father's side okay okay so tell me, um, where were you? We got, of course, we got to go into the the, the nitty gritty here. Um, mm-hmm. Where were you when you found out uh, when when there was speculation of her possibly being gone? Uh, let's see. So it was the middle of the night um, for us uh, in South Africa. I was sleeping, and my husband uh, took a phone call. And it was my son. And he went out of the room to talk on the phone because, you know, with his job, sometimes he takes emergency calls. So he usually tries to let me rest. Uh, But this time he came back in the bedroom just in tears, sobbing. And he woke me up and he said that Naomi had been taken. And we held each other and we cried on each other. And then I made an immediate phone call to a friend of mine who's in um, one of the federal 
uh, law enforcement agencies and told them what was happening and diplomatic security. And um, we got the ball rolling on the federal end. And my son got the ball rolling on the kidnapping here in the local law enforcement. Man, so was it was it immediate? Was was the 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 concern of her abduction immediate, or was this kind of like a day later? For right. You? So what happened was uh, she was actually kidnapped on early Saturday morning, uh, uh, Nevada time, which I'm nine hours later. So uh, it would have been Saturday evening for me, but uh, my son didn't notice that she had she was missing because their schedules don't coincide. A lot of times he's asleep when she leaves for work and comes home from work. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't unusual for him to not see her for a day or so. And so uh, on Saturday, he went to bed early. So he didn't notice that she didn't come home from work. And Sunday, she gets up for work at, you know, 4.30 in the morning and is gone by 5. So he didn't notice that she hadn't slept in her bed either. So um, Sunday night, he needed to speak to her about something. So he was waiting up for her to come home from work and she never showed up. And then he contacted us Sunday night. Your time would be Monday morning ish to midday our time. Yeah. And uh, he said, have you heard from Naomi? I said, no, I haven't heard from her. Yeah. Uh, No, it was more Monday evening because it was late at night here. And then he started calling the local hospitals all around this county and the surrounding counties, the jails, asking if they had someone with her description and name, and there was no sign. And then he te- he texted me and he said, "There's no sign of her. I've called hospitals, I've called jails. She's not home." And he was starting to freak out. And I said, "Call the police now." I told him right now, "Call the police because this okay. is this is not normal." her she comes home she is where she's supposed to be she's very reliable yeah she's always goes to work she's never not gone to work you know so um he called the police he filed a missing persons report that night for which would have been sunday night for you late it was around midnight i think so that would have been evening my time the next day monday Monday evening. Gotcha. So then I went to bed uh, worried, but I had no clue that this is like could happen. So I went to bed for me. That was Monday night for y'all. It was early Monday morning, midnight Mm -hmm. one. And then um, when my son got up Monday morning, he, um, Reported into work, but then he's like, you know, I need to, I need to try and find my sister. So he went to the Walmart um, because his girlfriend said, you know, we should really go look for her car. 
So they went and looked for her car, couldn't find it. They mm. went into the Walmart to check the surveillance video. They found security and security was very kind to let them look at the surveillance video. And he saw her car arrive in the parking lot. And then he saw the car drive away and he was like, whoa, wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Let's go back and look at all of the camera views of this area. Right. So they looked at all the camera views of the area and they saw her being kidnapped. And when my, my son saw the, the kidnapper circle around the parking lot, walking up and down, watching her, looking in the other cars as if checking to see if there were any witnesses that I, I believe that's what he was doing. And then he circles around the back of her car to her driver's side door where she was texting and Snapchatting her friends that were lived in Africa and in Europe and in um, Asia. Mm -hmm. And she uh, didn't notice because she was busy on social media. This was around 522, 523, 524 in the morning. It was still dark. So yeah. the, the kidnapper comes up, opens her driver's side door because she had a bad habit of not locking her door. Gotcha. Bad habit. Very, don't do that. Always lock your door when you're in the car. Always. Hard so, facts. Hard yeah. facts. If you, if you mind me, I, I don't mean to interrupt you. I, I know ahead. you're giving out some very uh, important information, but we have all seen there's, there's certain, uh, there's a, a certain video uh, security camera angle that we're seeing that a lot of us have seen. Did Casey, uh, your son, uh, Naomi's brother, did, he see a different angle that everybody else is not seeing right now that hasn't been released to the public. Mm -hmm. Yes. Interesting. Because, you know, you've, you obviously have seen the, the footage where it's in the top right hand corner. It's yes. very grainy. It's extremely hard to see what exactly is going on, but you see this suspect obviously just sauntering around, lurking around, trying to find God knows what he's trying to find before he, takes her car with her right. with Naomi in it. So you have a different angle. You have access. I don't. I haven't seen it. But your son has. Right. Gotcha. Now, so actually in that footage that you've seen. Sure. Yes. Her car is in the top center. It's been cropped out to protect the case. So towards okay. the end of the video, when he walks back up the sidewalk towards the camera and then he goes around the bushes and he's turns his, his back is to the camera and he squares up his shoulder and he's standing there looking towards the center of the parking lot. Mm -hmm. He is staring straight at Naomi as if he all, he circles around and he squares up his shoulders. Like that's when he's ready to pounce like a, a lion ready to pounce on the prey. Interesting. And it's chilling. It I saw that. And absolutely terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. 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 Even, even to just be in that car and say if she did drive away uh, unharmed, that's still a chilling image to see just some random hooded guy in the parking lot just staring dead at you. Uh, right. That's a terrifying, terrifying thought.
Now, of course, I do have some questions uh, about the, the the abduction and, and everything that went went down here. Um, okay. But before we go down that route, we got to talk about her job. So she okay. just started working at the, at Panasonic. What exactly was her job there? Well, it's a factory and they make the parts for Panasonic Electronics. And she was part of the battery production um, line in the factory. So the, they, she made, helped make the batteries for Panasonic electronic products. Oh, that, that must have been fun. Uh, how long was she doing this job? Was it new or? It's just since August. So it's six, okay. six months. Six months. Okay. Did she mm-hmm. like the job? Well, you know, it was okay. It was a way to get her on her, herself on her feet to the, you know how sometimes you have to work a job that's not your dream job in order yeah. to get to your dream job. Oh, yeah. So it was that kind of a situation. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've worked at McDonald's before in my life. So I know Me that. Me too. <laughs> we all know that feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So when she got this job, I mean, obviously she's been, you know, uh, there for six months and all that. And I know that there's been some, uh, there was a, a uh, harassment filed uh, while she was there. Do you know anything about that? What what sur- surrounded that? Why that this happened? Well, apparently there was a, a person, a male, who uh, was making inappropriate um, advances on not just Naomi, but some of the others. And Naomi being the strong personality person that she is, she stands up for people. She's a justice seeker. She defends the people that are weaker than her. So she went to HR and she filed a complaint. Mm-hmm. But this was months ago. It, okay. was, it wasn't recent. And okay. that person was put on leave. And then when they came back, they were switched to a completely different part of the factory and shift they didn't wind up staying very long and they eventually left Panasonic. Oh, they eventually left Panasonic. So they weren't fired. They were they were they demoted financially or monetarily? I don't I don't know that. Okay. Okay. Because you know, there's a lot of people, of course, even myself, that have been uh you know, ruminating different ideas, different theories on maybe she knew who uh uh who came to her car. Um, which we will get to. I will ask you that here in a second. Okay. I promise okay. you that. Uh, and we will talk about that in full length. But I wanted to know a little bit more about this sexual harassment fi- uh, case or this uh, mm-hmm. filing that she filed against this particular person. Um, and it sounds like she's a strong woman uh, yes. and doesn't take no BS from nobody. No, uh, she does not. So that's that's good. You raised her right. Um, <laughs> so, uh, of course, you know, she... We we now know from the, the the article that we even talked about on the on the live show yesterday, um, she had been I guess you know trying to express her new independence, uh, you know not not being with the you know being with a diplomatic family uh, is so mm-hmm. on and so forth the the shelteredness of um, her background uh, sparks up a lot of questions. So I have to ask you as, as far as that goes too, because I know that you guys had an interview and uh, your son did mention that she kind of lived a sheltered life. Um, I kind of want to know a little bit about the world of living in a diplomatic household. How can one be, or why is one so sheltered? Why would one be in a sheltered uh, uh, background or uh, upbringing in a diplomatic family? 
Well, it's for the protection of the diplomat, actually, okay. because uh, if a if a member, a family member of a diplomat is abducted, mm-hmm. um, then the family member could be used as leverage against a a, a diplomat or a you know, whatever agency is there at the embassy, because there's multiple agencies, there's, you know, FBI and all those people are there as well. So if a family member is abducted, then, you know, like a terrorist or cartel or whatever bad guys out there Mm -hmm. might try to use that family member to leverage something for themselves from the, the U.S. embassy employee. Right. Um, so the security on the family tends to be very good because they want to protect the integrity of our embassies of the United States of America overseas. Gotcha. Hence the reason why playing a lot of things close to the chest, uh, um, staying with family mostly. Um, and I understand when we talked before you said something about her, education she was homeschooled for a while am i correct right when we lived in texas we lived in around near houston um my husband wasn't not in uh, working for the state department at that time not yet um uh so i homeschooled her from four years old up until we moved to moscow russia where she started eighth grade at the um anglo-american school of moscow gotcha so as far as that, she was able to be more around other other kids, right? Sharpen her social skills, so yep. on and so forth. And she loved it there. I bet she, she did. Loved it there. I bet she did. Um, now, because of your family, because your father, your your husband is uh, a diplomat, uh, mm-hmm. do you think that this might be connected in that kind of way? That maybe they, whoever abducted her, may have known that she is from a dipl- diplomatic family, and they're trying to use this to hold anything over you guys' head because of something political. What are your thoughts on that? Well, and I do understand why people would think that. However, um, it's not like my husband's a Secretary of State or an Undersecretary, right? Fair enough. So. Um, I've asked Homeland, I've asked Diplomatic Security, I've asked FBI, I've asked them all this question myself. Mm-hmm. And they all say no. They're saying that no, 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 no connections whatsoever. Or right. at least their 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 theories is is that it's there's nothing to the best of their knowledge. I mean, you can't be a hundred percent anything could happen, right. right? Right. But to the best of their knowledge. Gotcha. Gotcha. They, they, they say no, not. Yeah. How's your husband doing right now? Uh, With the search and everything. I know that he hasn't been on camera as much, and I'm sure a lot right. of people are wondering, where is he? Why isn't he on camera? What's up with this? Well, because so. he is um, working with some federal agencies and... Um, going, doing things where he needs to stay out of public eye. Yeah. He's busy. He's busy. He is busy finding my daughter. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So that makes total sense. It's teamwork here, right? 
right. you know, you're going on, you're, you're spreading the word, just like your, your son and yes. your, and, and, uh, your, your daughter as well. And then mm-hmm. on top of that, he's out doing the, getting out there, talking to, to law enforcement and getting, getting her home as quickly as possible. So I, I right. it makes absolute sense. And I'm yeah. with that a hundred percent. Keep, keep that, keep that model. He's going. doing what any father would do. Absolutely. He's Absolutely. going out there and he is searching in all of the places where an abductor might take an 18 year old pretty girl trying desperately to find her. Absolutely. That makes total sense. Now, and I, I commend you guys for doing what you're doing, putting in the the tire, tireless hours, not only just talking on uh, on camera, but being on phones, phone calls. The 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 amount of effort that you guys are putting in is is a- absolutely tremendous. Thank um, you. Oh, you're very very welcome. It's it's the truth. It's it's the bloody truth. Now, um, we got to talk about this date that Naomi was on the night before. Do you know anything about this date or the day before? She had a day date with yeah, someone and uh, and then the next day she's gone. Do you, do, you, do you know of anything about this date? How did it go? Who was the person? Right. So um, as far as I know, okay. uh, she was happy with the date. Um, it went well. She came home early that night and because she had to get up at, you know, oh, dark 30 to go to work the next morning. And uh, my son saw her that night. They spoke. She was happy. Uh, the the uh, law enforcement, local and federal, know who this man was, is. They know his name. And um, he has been investigated. And as far as we know, he's not involved. As far as you know, he is not involved at right. all. Right. Now, I, I know that I said in this in a show in the last show, I did kind of use a reference towards uh, a, a movie called Taken. And all yeah, I saw that. The, yeah. The, the Liam Neeson. Um, so uh, I, I have to I do have to ask you, you don't think that maybe this particular person that she was on a date with might have been fishing for information that he could use or they sorry, can use against her later, which he can just give out to somebody else to go and abduct her possibly. Well, you know, I can't say no because anything's possible. Uh, But as far as we know, that's not the case, but you know, people lie, people have ways of covering things up and it could be one of the other people that she dated because she dated on three different dating apps, um, Tinder, Bumble and Hinge. And she liked to go out on dates and meet new people. It's something that she loved to do. And, um, you know, it could be somebody she chatted with that never actually met on a date. It could be a total stranger. It could be, we just don't know. We just don't know. No, understandable. Understandable. And then especially with the, the, the person that she filed this harassment case with, I didn't get a chance to ask you did they is is law enforcement digging into that particular person have they investigated that person and are they uh, are they cleared as well um sorry my phone's ringing it's okay um the uh person is known to law enforcement and as far as i know has been ruled out also has been ruled out as well so this could just be a random act an absolutely 
random act out of nowhere? It's it's my husband. It's okay. Hang on just a second. Sure, 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 sure. Hello? Hello? Hi, I'm actually on an interview right now. Can Is this a really important? Do you have news? Um, you can come pick us up. Okay, bye. No, it's no news. Okay. Well, so uh, so those things, yeah, we, we are live, Latif. Absolutely. We live. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Hey, you pick up that phone call because that's more important than this. Than this. If it's my husband or law enforcement, I have to pick it up. No, trust. Okay. Uh, it's okay. I'm not offended at all. Please pick up uh, that phone. It's important. Okay. More important Thank than you. this. Um, it's totally fine. <laughs> and everybody hit that like button. Send those likes all the way up. Show her some support for being here. And talking on this platform, we really do appreciate you being here, Diana. Um, so the the other thing is, is um, okay, so we already know some things, which we are going to get into because we, we want to drill that home to make sure that people know this. So if they're out here trying to find her and all that, you they have some information. Uh, there's also some new information from this press release that we're going to be talking about here very shortly. Yes. But is there anything that may not have been put out yet that maybe you can give us as far as information? Maybe there's more developing information that's come out um, that hasn't been put out in a press release. Is there any news, any new details that you can well, make, the, Bill? The, well, there's the most recent press release, which I don't know if everybody's aware of, is last, last night... Um, the person who was driving the silver car in the video that you can uh -uh. see as the kidnappers walking down the sidewalk, this person drives right past them and shines the headlights on this person on the kidnapper. So the person driving that car saw them very well in the headlights. This person came forward last night to law enforcement, which is absolutely fantastic. So we do have this press release from law enforcement, which is fantastic. Uh, so I wanted to share that with you guys really, really quick. All right. The search continues for uh, Naomi Irion, who went missing on March 12th uh, from the Fernley, Nevada Walmart parking lot. Through your help, we have identified the vehicle and the occupants. They say occupant or in parentheses, the occupants. So there might okay. be two people that appear oh. in the Walmart video minutes before Naomi was abducted and in the investigation uh, continues. Uh, let's see. The Lyon uh, County Sheriff's Office thanks the citizens for their continued support in helping us find Naomi. So somebody yeah. has spotted something and it sounds like there could be two people that have uh, that were in that car that may have abducted her, which is that, no, that car didn't abduct her. Pardon? That car didn't abduct her. They were just witnesses. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Um, oh, I see what you're saying. Um, oh, okay. So the uh, uh, the identifying the the vehicle and the occupants that appear in the Walmart video, it's not a. Uh, it's not the abductor. It's uh, uh, witnesses. They were driving through the parking lot as the abductor was walking up and down the sidewalk. Excellent. Okay. Yes. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. So, so they saw go. him. They saw him. So that's a step in the right direction. Hopefully we, that can help right. us get us, get us closer 
to getting her home, right? Yeah, uh, I want to so be sure to not accuse anyone of wrongdoing who doesn't deserve it. Of course not. I of need to be very careful about that. That That is very, very true. You definitely have a point right there as well. Um, so we have that piece of information, which is great. So we're, 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 we're making moves, right? Because as, right. we, as we keep continuing to tell these stories and you and other family members come out and keep talking about this situation, more and more people are going, wait, maybe I was there. And it starts to spark up some some memories in people. So I I have to say, uh, uh, you know, we have to keep sharing these pieces of information. So one other thing that is uh, also something that we have talked about on this show uh, with Tamara, but I want to drill it back home one more again. We're going to talk about this truck right here. Now, I know that you have some more details yes. surrounding this truck from Casey because Casey sent right. you a text. Um, yes. So please uh, tell us about the truck. Please. So this is a lot of detail. So I'm going to speak slowly so yes, that if, if people want to write it down, they can. So it is a 2021 or 2022 Chevrolet Silverado High Country with trim package. Um, it's a 2500 or 3500. It's likely, most likely dark blue, but it could also be black, less likely. It is a four by four crew cab with a short bed. It has eight lug nuts on each wheel. It's likely a work truck style. It has a wheel and tire package. It has chrome door handles and a sliding glass rear window. We know for sure that it's a 2021 or 2022 uh, model due to how the front bumper is painted to color match with the, with the truck itself. Mm. Because Chevy did not start to do that until 2021. So, so you're telling me that it's it was custom? Um, we think that the sliding window in the back is a, uh, a custom order. Gotcha. So, oh, wow. Okay. So, and, and I, I've heard some other people say like, hey, go check out the dealerships, so on and so forth. Um, have you guys gone down that route with the dealerships I'm, in that area? I'm absolutely sure that with all of the law enforcement and federal agencies that are on the ground, there are literally thousands of people hunting for Naomi right now. Right. I am absolutely sure that that has been checked. Gotcha. So give us the details one more time, just the bullets one more time while we have the truck up okay. here. Okay. One more so time. 2021 or 2022 Chevrolet Silverado High Country Trim, trim Packet, 2500, 3500, likely dark blue or black, 4x4, crew cab, short bed, eight lug nuts on each wheel, likely work truck, wheel and tire package, has chrome handles and a sliding glass rear window. There it is. That's that's one hell of a ride, by the way. It's a very expensive truck. Right? It's not common. No. Someone out there knows who has a truck like this because it's it sticks out like a sore thumb, right? Absolutely. Somebody out there knows who has my daughter. Please, you've got to call. It's all I care about. 
I don't care about money. I will go broke. We will spend our life savings. We will cash out our retirement to pay for private investigators. We don't care. We just want our daughter back. That's all we want. <laughs> That's all we want too, Diana. We're we're here with you. All this right. Is so horrible, Pascal. You just don't. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's the most horrible thing ever. I can't. <laughs> okay, breathe. It's okay. We're here with you. Every single last one of us that's watching this show, every single last one of us that has been tweeting, that has been hashtagging her name, we're all here in solidarity with you. So you don't should ever, I hope you don't feel alone or feel weak. You should feel strong because every single last one of us is here to hold you, hold you down. All right. Thank you. We have your back. We have Naomi's back and we want her to come home soon. All right. We need, we need her home. We need, the world needs her in it and we need her back in our family. She is our miracle baby. She was never supposed to survive even birth. And she, God made a miracle then. Wow. He can make a miracle now. Can you tell me? How was she a miracle baby? Um, tell me that story. My water broke before the 20th week of gestation. Oh, wow. So from before the 20th week, not sure exactly when, but from then on, um, my doorbell's ringing. And there's people here. I don't know why they're not getting it. They'll get it. Um, so, uh, what was I saying? 20th week? 20th week, right. Um, so, I had to be on bed rest and mm. because, um, you know, it was very dangerous. An infection was a very big risk. And I went to stay in the hospital three days out of every week for constant monitoring. And the whole time they were telling me, you know, this baby's not going to survive. You need to prepare yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and I refused to give up on her. I refused because that's my child. They advised me to abort. And I looked the doctor straight in the eye and said, you never say that to me again and I won't sue your ass. Sorry. It's okay. You can say ass. You're allowed to say anything you I, want right now. I was angry. It's okay. So, and I made a bargain with my doctor. I said, okay, you try everything in your power to save my baby and I will do everything you tell me to do. And that's what, exactly what we did. So we, I did everything that she said and she took, brought out all, she did, took, pulled out all the stops, you know? Wow. So um, at uh, 30 weeks gestation, I had to be hospitalized because it was just, it was getting bad. Yeah. At uh, 35 weeks, I started to have an infection in my uterine lining. Oh, wow. And we had to deliver. And they, you know, they were sure that she would never breathe for, at birth because her lungs were not. Amniotic fluid develops a child's. Hang on. Sure. They're still at the door. Sure. Go around the back. The door. 
My boys are, I have three kids running around and they're completely oblivious. Of course, they're being boys. <laughs> they're busy being boys. They're, yeah, and they're special needs. So it's even worse than you think. Anyway, so uh, yeah, so she was delivered. And the first thing she did was take a huge breath and scream so loud that even the people down the hallway in the waiting room, and there were a bunch of our people from church, Justin, Jay, were just praying the whole time that I was delivering. That's beautiful. And she screamed, and I could hear the cheering all the way down the hall because I was the only one delivering at the time. Right. And they knew it was our baby that was crying and she was never supposed to. And then they whisked her away to the neonatal intensive care unit and they intubated her. And as they were tubing her throat, she urinated, which was also never supposed to happen because her right. digestive system was not supposed to work. Wow. But it did. She's a fighter. She is a survivor. She's a fighter. That's why we're convinced that she's still alive. Yeah. We are convinced because if anybody could survive this, it's Naomi. Yeah. It's Naomi. And no matter what they've done to her, no matter what, we're going to get her back. And we're going to help her and love her however long and however much it takes for her healing. You know, by the by the grace of God, you know, they said that she wouldn't even wouldn't be possible for her to be even brought into this world. But by the grace of God, she she surprised everybody. She and, I, and I do feel in my heart of hearts that by the grace of God, she's about to surprise us all. She will come home. I really do feel that in my heart. Really. And she is a fighter and she's a survivor. You just told us that story. She's fighting right now. We're praying for her. We're I thinking believe, of her. She's I believe she's fighting right now. I believe it. Well, Diana, I know you got things to do. <laughs> People knocking on your door and all that. I just I just want to say, I, I hope that, well, first off, I really do appreciate you coming out here, coming onto the show with me, uh, talking to me, bearing your soul, uh, being transparent and honest with me about everything. I really hope that we are able to, that this show, that this conversation uh, gets out there and uh, helps us get closer to bringing her home. Let's find the truck. Let's if we find, find the truck, truck, we find her. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I hope that if there's any more new developing information, you come back over here and talk to us. I know, I know you got News Nation and all the other bigger channels, but I'd love for you to come on and, and just give us some more information. If I have to be anyone. honest with you. If we find our daughter, I'm only going to be focusing on yeah, her. I'm going to be very busy. Absolutely. I totally understand yeah. that. But if there's any more developing news, any other new clips, uh, uh, tips and hints to yeah. bringing her back home, we would love to have you back on. All right. Seriously, God bless you. Thank you so much for being and on. God bless you too. And thank you for your prayers and your love and Absolutely. your time. I really appreciate it. Anytime, sweetheart. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Well, guys, um, I, I really do appreciate everybody for being on. I really do appreciate it. Seriously. Um, you know, it, huh, you can never, under, it's like the feeling of, what a mother goes through when they are, are looking 
for their loved one. Um, the power of a mother, the mother intuition, the connection and all that is just, uh, it's moving. It's, it's palpable. Um, it's unforgettable. Um, and before I end this show, first off, I need you guys to do me this favor. If you appreciated the conversation, please hit that like button. Send those likes all the way up. But most importantly, I see all you guys here watching. Almost 400 souls watching this show right now. Please share this feed. Share this conversation. We need to get this woman back home to her mother, to her family. That's all I ask. Forget the subscribing. Forget all the other stuff. If there's anything in this interview, this conversation that I had with Naomi's wonderful mother, Diana, that you feel that could spark the flame out there, please cut it up. Put it on Twitter. Put it on the social medias. Put it on Facebook, please. That's all I ask. Let's do the right thing here. The more we put out these inform the information, the more somebody else will sit there and go, oh, I saw that truck. Seriously. For those of y'all who are in Fernley, in that area, shoot, in Nevada, or in the western side of America, please, Keep your eyes open. Keep looking for that truck. This woman's a fighter, I'll tell you that. She just, she just told us that wonderful story. So let's keep fighting for her too. Anyway, guys, I appreciate all y'all for being on. <sighs> that one was tough. I appreciate all y'all, seriously, for being on. Share this feed. Share this show. Hit the like button so it gets out there. In the It feeds the algorithm. Let us get her home, period. We got plenty of other stories to talk about, but this one matters just as much as any other one. So please do me that favor, all right? I appreciate all y'all. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button and all that. It's time to get going, guys. I do feel like I really do feel in my in in my bones. I do feel they they will find her and she will be brought home safe. That's what I'm I'm praying for. But I do feel it. Man, there's nothing like a mother's love, y'all. There's nothing like a mother's love. Anyway, guys, it's time to get going. Share the info. Share it, please. Anyway, guys, it's time to get going. Be good to yourselves. Be good to one another. And I'll see you guys very soon. This is the Pascal Show. Bye.